Hello, and welcome to the Internet Know-It-Alls podcast. It's me, Ramiz, and obviously, it's Zion. Hello. What's up? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, you know, just try thinking of cooking, but I don't think I can cook. <laughs> hey, man. Cereal. Make cereal, okay? That's the number one cooking recipe that anyone needs anytime. Uh, uh, funny thing you mentioned that. So I ordered cereal and I ordered Netflix. And I was all happy. And But then when I opened the box, mm-hmm. it was that wow. weird white chocolate and, dark, and normal <gasps> chocolate one. And oh, man. I, oh, I feel, I, I feel it, so bad. I, I feel bad, man. It's ruining my taste. But, but you know, what can you do? That's life. Mm-hmm. I've had but, that once. And, oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was my, this is my worst accidental mistake I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But, well, on the bright side, we had a very good podcast. We yeah. had a good time recording it. Great. It was and so much fun. Exactly. And our first guest, our first official guest, and I mm-hmm. think this is our probably best podcast so far out of the other two episodes. Yeah, no, no, agreed, agreed. It was so nice and relaxing. Plus, you know, I got to rant. I love ranting, and you know, that is true. so we that got to do that. <laughs> and the amount of topics we went into, like I loved it from his, uh, from our guest life, uh, schooling, mm. university life, YouTube. He's a yeah. YouTuber, guys. Please go subscribe him. I'm gonna put the link down below on on our information page. So please like it and subscribe to his channel and i love our serious discussions as well i think those were important and i'm glad we all gave good amount of input and uh, i think i learned a lot from him yes yes exactly definitely definitely the crotchy aspect of it so Mm -hmm. that was good and yeah the the insight he gives the insight he gives that we don't we both don't know obviously i'm growing up in saudi so the insight he gives it's it's amazing and it's, it's, I think everyone should hear it because it'll give you a lot more information. And so you know what people feel like when they're growing up. Don't worry, it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a serious discussion, guys. But we also have some funny aspects of it in the podcast. I think oh, you'll enjoy it. Good information. Uh, and well, I mean, I hope you yeah. love it and you subscribe and keep following our page. Ramiz, you want to add yes. something else? Keep keep listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. And we hope that you come back next week. Thank you. So, Ramiz, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying Prince biscuits right now. Yeah. Uh, yes, Prince are our official sponsor, and yes, that's, that's why you're mentioning them. Mm-hmm. And well, because they're sponsoring us. Oh my God. I'm just joking. I don't. I hope they don't sue us, but. Maybe not because of them, but we have a very interesting guest today. Ooh, tell me, tell me more. Okay, so he is studying at Dow University, which is surprising because I never expected that to happen. He, oh. he, from what I've heard, he loves acting. Everyone acting. that I know love him. Mm-hmm. He just started his YouTube channel, I think, a month back, and he has already crossed over 150 subscribers. He, yeah. according, according, uh, according to his Facebook page, I mean his Facebook profile, he is a center forward at Manchester United, hey. which is, I mean, he's already up there with the best. 
And he's head at Peaky Blinders. He's what, sorry? He's a head at Peaky Blinders. And the guy's name is the most famous person I know, Sikandar Siddiqui. How are you, Sikki? I couldn't have expected a more embarrassing introduction, honestly. <laughs> because you're stalking my whole Facebook and putting it out there. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. It's, uh, lockdown has been pretty hard, but uh, the days are passing by and we're probably used to it now. So it's been, I'm good. How, how, how are you guys doing? Amazing, John. How about you guys? Uh, we're oh, good, we're good. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm stuck here in Dubai. And I finally went out after three months today. Uh, Where'd you go? Nice. I went to eat at uh, uh, Ramiz's favorite restaurant called P.F. Chang's. Oh, nice. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Not I was like, man, movie. I was like, if China started something, the first thing we should eat is Chinese. God, don't talk about China, man. Like, no, chi- the word, the word is pissing me off these days. Uh, China, uh, China, bad. Oh, China? <laughs> they've done uh, can I swear on this podcast is it allowed or not up to you actually honestly go for it man go for it, go for it. Uh, no it's the first podcast no people you won't get any followers oh that is true that is true like, you, you, are first, you are a guest from a good family background oh, you have true. never saw in your life <laughs> uh, so let's, I keep it that, let's keep it that way why don't yeah, we yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> better to keep it PG sort of <laughs> Yes. Oh, wow. So, Sikander, lockdown has been hard, but I think you're doing pretty good. You're starting making content online, which I never expected out of you. I didn't expect it either. But uh, the thing about online content is that, first of all, in my opinion, uh, you need a whole lot of time for that. You know, you need to have lots of time at your disposal so that you can shoot the videos. Uh, in, in my case, of course, it, uh, you can shoot the videos. You need time to edit them. And you need to give them the final touching as well. All right? So all of that takes time. And it's definitely not as easy as people expect it to be. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Felix, Jan and I are like, oh, my God, yes. Thank you for understanding. <laughs> even though even though I, I just kicked, it, kicked off my work and it's... Uh, uh, I honestly just use a phone and an edit, uh, editing software, but it's pretty tough work, you know. It takes uh, multiple shots to get uh, the things right. And as, as a viewer, you expect everything from the creator to be perfect, you know. That's so true, yeah. that is how we'd like to put it, as good as we can. No, no, you're right. You're right 100%. Because people obviously expect, you know, anything to whatever there is online to be perfect absolutely perfection yeah i agree no glitch or whatever and whether it's video whether it's audio it's a hard job to make it perfect whether the takes you're doing or the editing process oh my god the editing process true because uh if you end up doing a single mistake then uh, you should expect people stop coming to your channel for the next time they they won't Mm. they won't visit so that one mistake is all it takes and start yeah like i want to give a little shout out to your one of your episodes um, the 45 second one, the whole one take. Oh. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Honestly, because it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy doing a one take and then, you know, going through all the different things and everything, but job well done, my friend. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Uh, you telling that. Thanks a lot. 
man, look, I'm showing that I don't just talk to my guests. I actually have watched some of their stuff. So, like, you know, when you mentioned um, there was this um, show, one of the shows that you watched, uh, I had this noted down because I wanted to remember, Do Do Kanade. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. You know, obviously, yeah, my yeah. horrible Urdu accent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. the funny thing is, I watched an episode with my nani. I live with my grandparents. And so, I watched I, an episode like earlier this month or something. And I really liked it. And you said you finished I, all of it. Uh, you, you finished all of it? No, no, you, you, you mentioned that. Uh, you yeah, yeah, all yeah. I, I completed the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, uh, uh, being born and bred in Karachi, so the, these dramas used to show uh, a very cool and very chill vibe of the of the, my city specifically. And mm. the time back then, 30 years back, everything was wasn't as tense as it is now. You know? So yeah, yeah. Everything it was pretty normal back then. Mm. So all that I wish I wish I were alive in that era, uh, that time. It would it would have been a treat, to be honest. You're you're mm. you're right again, because I, whenever I talk to my dad and my mom and they say the same thing they're like you know what it was so nice it was so relaxed all this about you know whether there's crying there's a fear factor and everything it, it wasn't there back then well let's stay, staying on the topic Saki tell me this um, how is how was I mean not is anymore but was growing up in Karachi and like for all our listeners who are not in Karachi how was that how what did you do as a kid your fun activities growing up how was it your childhood experience? Uh, Karachi, uh, for me, uh, it will always be home wherever I go. And I'll, I am very biased in terms of Karachi. So whenever I talk to somebody who doesn't live in Karachi, so I usually bug them with, you don't have that. You don't have a whole sea to yourself. So please, you, you, can have, <laughs> you, you can have an opinion, all right? So please. But... Um, Taking uh, things uh, seriously into the matter, so but um, I believe Karachi, um, apart from all the political and social issues, Karachi has been a treat all my life. Like I, I don't even know all the areas in the city. I mean, the route, the city is huge. It's absolutely I, huge. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing is, even uh, spending twenty-three years of my life in Karachi, I. I don't simply know everything about it, but the vibe that it ha- the the vibe that it has it's absolutely incredible. Because if any one of you has visited Karachi, um, there is there might be inconveniences as well, but there must be something something that you absolutely like, be it from the food or the places you visited. There must be something that you guys must must have liked. Or if you do plan in the future, then there's definitely going to be something that keeps your that keeps you going over here. That that's so true, man. Yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. Ramiz. Yeah. So Karachi, like, it always gives me this sense of freedom, you know, because it is home, you know, no matter what. I know I, I've lived my entire life in Saudi, but I I visited Karachi like every year, summers. That's where we used to go, two months. And despite everything, like you said, without despite the political and social issues, it was home, and it just felt so free. You know, I can do whatever I want. I can go hopefully where I want and I'm not like looking as if I'm out of place. Well, I still look like out of place because I'm a burger kid. Burger kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope I, but, you, you, don't, you don't get labeled as a burger kid now. I hope. Oh, I, st- I, I still do. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> I, I still do. Like, you, you hear this? Do you hear this voice? 
man, I, that's there's a reason why I don't speak Urdu a lot. I tried, I tried. I asked Leon, can you ask him? Like I, I tried over the years, and it's come out beautifully. <laughs> it has improved. I would say that. Improved from what? Like from like a British Paki to like um, maybe just a okay born overseas Pakistani. I don't want to get into detail, you, but you'll get you'll there. Get, yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. The streets so, yeah, are not uh, the street, Yeah, go uh, on. Grow, growing up in Karachi, it's it's been really nice. Um, schooling, uh, I've had uh, a, a, a good bunch of friends, and my family's been supportive uh, of everything from my career to my studies. And uh, it's been a bit tough during my uh, earlier years. Things were a bit rough in the family, but we got past that, and eventually we thank, we look back at the time and we thank uh, each other, uh, everyone in the family that we got through it. But yeah, everything that was tense in the city back then, and looking at the problems now, it's much much improved. And the thing is, um, when I look back at those at those days, um, I don't have a sense of sorrow or regret because. Everything that happened, it helped me. It molded me into the person I am today. You know, yes. yeah, when time yeah. when time passes, and along alongside that, you have several incidents happening at the same time. Mm. Then they kind of take a toll on you, and you eventually adapt to them and you learn from them. Such a good mentality, honestly. Such a good mentality, especially like you know, right now when people are obviously facing all types of crises. Um, to have this kind of mentality is really strong, and it, it's really nice to see someone to look back and be like, you know what, I went through that, or my family went through this, but you know what, it helped me get to where I am today. There's no regrets, or there's no like, I want to go back and change this or whatnot. What what I like, what I love about, it, especially speaking to you, because you know what, we can all have our ideas about what Pakistan life is like. I'm talking about from the opinion of people who don't live in Pakistan or who have not been brought up in Pakistan, but it's nothing compared to people who actually live in Pakistan. And despite, you know, obviously on the news channels or media, whatnot, you mm. always possibly see a negative image or whatnot. Yeah, but definitely. When you, ask the, sorry, when you ask the people like yourself about growing up, that ne- there is no negative image. Like there might be some negative things here and there that you might see, but the overly um, majority of it is, is positive because there's a normal life to be lived here. Okay, like people, people forget that, I think. Yeah, the thing is that the media portrays uh, stuff like it's exaggerated so much that mm-hmm. the positives are like buried in the ground. They don't come up often. So, so when, you, when you interact with someone who's actually lived here, who actually knows the vibe of the city, so they'll have a lot of good things to say about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, it's, and, it's, and it's just, uh, sorry for cutting you, and it's just not about Karachi, it's about anywhere you live. The, there are negatives, all right? Even like uh, a country like the USA, they have the best healthcare system in the world, but look what a tiny virus did. It shut it all down. Like, so there, the, the negatives are there everywhere, but uh, you just have to uh, see where to look. It's it's the it's the people, man. The media just do it for all the views and viewership, True. and they have like, this com- competition against each other that they don't they don't want to show the positive image because they feel like no one wants to look at that. 
True. Because they, like you, they, just yeah. have, they, they just have huge media houses to run. They are just have, exactly. have people on payroll. So yeah, that yeah. whatever keeps the ratings sticking. Exactly. And that's such a big issue in our society that ratings matter so much than actual facts and the positive image that no one looks looks at the good side, you know. And I think we are as a nation are to be blamed for that. Like not the normal people, but the people who have control over it. Because like like so, you said, every every country has those negative aspects, whether it's in the Middle East, Europe, US. Yeah. But the difference is that okay, they highlight it, but they don't go over exaggerate like, okay, this is bad, exactly. this is not like yeah. like when you see what's happening in the US, you'll be like, Man, this doesn't look like a first world country. Like American dream, this is more of a nightmare, you know? True. With everything that's happening. But but if the same thing was happening in in Pakistan, everyone would be like, oh, look, this happens all the time. I don't want to go there. Even like overseas Pakistanis I've met be like, oh, I don't want to go back to Pakistan because it's not sure. safe. But no, you, you, not, anything could happen to you anywhere, you know? No one ever yeah, sees that. that. True. Do you, think, do you think we we all have to like, I mean, I know it's not like, you know, our fault is per se, you know, the general public, but we sh- need to make a stand or we need to start holding these people accountable these media houses or whatnot because this media sensationalism has gone way too far that it's actually affected all our mentalities i mean i talk to not just the overseas pakistanis who are like oh i don't want to go to pakistan i talk to pakistanis over here who live here who are like we want to get out and i can't blame them as per se because you know what i'm, I'm living abroad so what can i say about how a daily life is spent here that's true every everyone wants the best for them right mm-hmm. so Whatever is shown here, uh, partly it is true, but the part where media exaggerates uh, lots of it, it is also true, you know? And not just the media, it has, uh, uh, what would I say, it has transitioned to several platforms as well. You see YouTube, TikTok, or whatever it is. The people who are making good, useful content, they are barely highlighted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Negatives are always like highlighted so much more. Like people, people like seeing negative things. You know, it just I don't know what is with our like psyche of all of us <laughs> that we are attracted to certain things like that, destruction and whatnot. Yeah, but you 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 tell me that your schooling was good and everything. You made some good friends and everything. Tell me more about your schooling. Tell me how how it was. What 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 kind of system did you go into? Uh, okay, so uh, I went to the city school all my life. It was a school based, it was one of the earliest schools, in fact, that adopted the Cambridge system from England. Cool. And so, yeah, um, even though times were tough, but I'd appreciate my parents' uh, role in this because they, every parent wants the best education for their child. So, yes. my parents stressed that a lot in our household. So, I'm thankful to them to be so supportive and so caring of whatever I wanted to choose for me, for my siblings. And so they have a huge role. And as for school, uh, school particularly wasn't a, uh, much of a problem for me. I was uh, good at academics. Uh, I absolutely hated math though. Math was never my strongest sport. <laughs> Same, so, <year>, <laughs> Same here, <laughs> uh, Oh, so I have you do on my side. Great. Great. Yes, 100%. Uh, so, Maths was uh, uh, something I hated, but uh, I was good at spellings. English was uh, fun, and science and geography lessons were great. So, alongside that, an important role my friends also played an important role in me growing up. You know, because yeah. as a family, you have your friends who 
mold you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So my friends play an important role in that. And I have since grade nine, I have two of my friends, and they're with me still now. And it's been what ten or eleven years. So wow, that's that's an yeah, achievement for me. That's because, great. Because friends in this time are you know pretty hard to find. Yeah, At least true. now, I I believe. Yeah, I I, I yeah, no, for sure. Doesn't work for you, Jan. Jan, that doesn't work for you. You have a lot of friends. You have, you, you have a shit ton of friends, man. No, man, that's not true, bro. I I there's a difference. I know shit load of people, but I don't have you know that oh. huge group of friends. Like I have few who have been there for a while. You know, I would say I know second. I know you for six years now or more. Six years is long, long time, man. Six years is long time, bro. Like, look at this. I'm still talking to you. Like, I'm in talking terms with someone from Twitter. Like, that for me is an achievement. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I, I like I like how uh, he's getting he's like you know shooting a shot at me. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't miss the chance. Ah, uh, good job, good one. I like that. I like that. I respect that. So how, how's everything at your end in Dubai? Man, I mean, it was pretty bad for like the past. I mean, the first two and a half months of lockdown, and like now it's eased down. But again, like people are still still careless. Uh, like I went out for the first time right now, and I still saw people without masks and all. And all of a sudden, cases are rising a bit again. Like it was from seven hundred, came down to three hundred. Now it went back to four hundred because everyone started going out. People are still going to the beaches and stuff. But it's 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 kind. I don't know, man. I think everyone's just careless over here. So, I mean, so they are there. opening it. They are saying it's going to be open by next month. Everything should be running back to normal, and right. that means that would mean I have to go back to work, which is I don't know how how that's going to be because I've been working from home for a while now. And well, let's see how that's going to be. I I mean I have to socialize with people, so that's not my strongest suit. Oh yes. Honestly, uh, uh, I guess the whole globe will realize how important working from home is now. I swear, bro, I agree. Pandemic, pandemic situation, man. It's been very heavy on all of us. But mm. people will, uh, some positives to it is that people will realize how important hygiene is, working from home, True. the use of technology, most of all. Me, I, 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 agree, I agree with the company. I look at me, my, my job ends at 6 p.m. Okay, as soon as 6 p.m. Six yeah. is over. I turn on my laptop. I turn on my PS4. That's called the, that's called the best use of technology. I agree. I agree. I take no this, no waste of time. Get off my bed. Sit on the chair. Turn on my PS4. Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the literal devil here in this conversation, and be like the working from home is, is great, and it's literally shown around the world how we can do it now. How we even post this virus, hopefully that we can still adopt these working from home practices. But, okay, but you 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 turn off your laptop and you continue on work. I, I don't know. You continue and play your PlayStation and whatnot. What I'm scared about is that loads of people are having to continue working. Like there's no working hours per se. You know, everyone's working 24 seven. Whenever there's a call or whatever, whenever there's a Zoom call, people are working all the way till the midnight. And that's what I don't think people companies. It's not our fault, they say. It's uh, the companies who are taking advantage of, oh, hey, he's working from home or she's working from home where, like, you know, we can just call them up and get this done or this done or whatnot. And this has happened. This happens to my dad. So, like, like this, this is something that needs to be solved. People are being exploited. 
just because, oh, hey, you're working from home. So technically, the whole day is a working day. Yeah. Thoughts? That is, uh, that, that is really true. I agree with you, Ramiz. And that is, uh, I guess, uh, taking advantage of your uh, colleagues, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. and the people that you've employed, you know, because yeah. uh, the, la- the large firms that exist, uh, they don't, they don't care who's working under us, who's working for us. They just uh, believe in grinding all the people that work for them. Yeah, exactly. It's about like the bottom line, like, hey, you know what? We just got to get our work in and then our profits and hopefully and whatnot. And they're not really yeah. taking a minute and totally. be like, let's, let's be considerate here. So, yeah. Okay, but, so I, I would ask you this. So, like, let's say, okay, that's happening. They're calling for 12 a.m. Zoom meetings and all, but... If you, like I, your dad must have worked uh, late hours before, right? Would he? Yeah. Would he or people his age or like even people our age would we want to stay at work in our office environment for late hours, or would we rather have to work at home at our ease and take the twelve a.m. meeting rather than staying extra hours at the office and then going back home and then knowing that to go sleep early, go back and come back to come back to work tomorrow? You want to take this first, Tikander? Sure, why not? Um, the thing is, um, if you have a fixed schedule of fi- a fixed uh, fixed working hours, I don't think people people would mind that, you know. Yeah. Instead, staying at home and urgently getting a call uh, an hour later, two hours later, that would be certainly stressful. Though I'm not in that position right now, but I I can tell what people feel. You know, I see my yeah, brother. Yeah. He's working from home. He works for a corporate. He's a corporate slave, if I would say, but, and he gets calls in the middle of the night, just, just to log in and see what the situation is as, oh, as in him being a man. Yeah. So I guess that is stressful for, if you look at it from my point of view, you know, getting a call any time of the day, just to sit down and work and stare at the, stare at the screen for a few hours. I wouldn't vouch for that. Instead, going to work and putting in extra hours and finally coming back home just to leave it all aside, just to leave your phone for a while and just relaxing. I think that would work for me, in my opinion. Over to you, Ramiz. Oh, yeah. No, no. I was going to say that, yes. Uh, Thank uh, you. I Thank was, you so uh, much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that was such a good answer. I wasn't even expecting Sikander to say something smart there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. What oh, do you assume? Now, what do you assume? Now the shots are coming back, I see. Very subtle shots. Uh, okay. <laughs> No man, like, that's a great answer. Like I, I loved it. I wasn't expecting it, and that was a really good answer. I have nothing more to add oh, to that. <laughs> you should talk to Sikander more. You should talk to Sikander more. Man, he's grown in, in intelligence in the six years that you started talking to him. He has, man. He has. Like you know, I didn't even know for the first, the first time I met him. I thought he was two years younger to me. It turns out he's my age. I like for the for the past four years, I still don't believe that he is my age. I. Also, you still think of me as dumb, don't you? You still think of me as a kid back then, right? And that, that was Ramiz. <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, this was a pretty huge deal. People didn't know I was at their age group back at that time. They thought among 16 or 18 year olds, what is this 12 year old kid doing? They honestly used to think that. Oh my God. Those are the good times, man. Those are like good times. Like, man, yeah, like, they I, were, honestly. Like, easily, bro. He, I, I could take him as being my younger brother. I'd be like, McDonald's, uh, Kejula Judo. Like, 
I wouldn't even know he's my age. Oh, but, oh, wow. man. but yeah, I mean, for me, when I was like, man, he's 13 and he's this smart. But when I found that he's my age, I'm like, wait, he's my age and he's this dumb? That was shocking. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. Uh, guys, I love sick and there's no hate. This is all banter. Please don't take it seriously. <laughs> Oh God, hashtag cancel Zion. <laughs> oh, he, I cancelled him a long time ago, man. Damn, bro. Ouch, man. Ouch. Oh, my God. His people are going to be after you, bro. Oh, oh man. I, no. I, I, I'll have to hide myself. He has a lot of followers, so they'll get me anywhere I go. Mate, 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 mate. My followers all love you. Don't worry. Uh, all the other followers don't love you. They're probably not even using Twitter. And those I don't know about? Well, when will you tell them about me? Uh, after, after this episode goes out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Then I have to go in hiding. Uh, please delete my YouTube channel, okay? I'll give you the password. <laughs> uh, no, man. I th- I, I, they will love you, you know. Hate, hate's not a problem. If you're getting the attention, you're getting the views, you know, maybe you'll start making money out of it. That's the best way. I hope so. Well, man. Okay, so, so let's go back to YouTube. Tell me this. How, what made you start a YouTube channel and what, what pushed you to restart this specific content and what you're doing? Um, uh, since I had a lot of time during all this quarantine and being at home, when, uh, yeah. YouTube being one of the most important sources of entertainment these days, I mean, because there's absolutely nothing good on TV, if you yeah. can relate. All right, so there are usually uh, streaming applications and YouTube. So uh, YouTube, since YouTube's content is so vast, uh, I was going through the local channels, uh, some of the local content creators. And one thing that I saw and I observed on my own is that there is a vast necessity for content that needs to be said out loud. You know, every other guy... Uh, well, most of them who I saw, the famous ones, blogging, uh, gaming videos, food videos. I mean, that is all appreciable. That is all good. But when will the time come when people actually speak about pressing matters, you know? True. Yes. yes. So, Especially, sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, uh, you can say it. Oh, no, no, because I, I love that you actually went ahead and saw that there was something needed you know, because most of the people would just follow all the rest. You know, they'd start gaming all the time. They'd start some cooking or vlog channel and just be yeah. part of the sheep crowd, if I would say. Yeah, that, that is partially correct because uh, uh, if you look at that, that, if you look at this way, I too am involving a few of my gaming videos. I've put around two to three gaming videos and that is because I enjoy, that a, I enjoy it as a pastime, you know. Not because I want hundreds of other people staring at my screen of me playing video games. No, I, I wouldn't want that. All right. I play video games for my own pleasure, for my own fun. I wouldn't want anyone sharing that because the other people, they can do it, they, they can do it at home. Why would they want me to sit at a screen and play with you? You know, I wouldn't want that. Instead, I could make videos of me telling them something new, something that will educate them, you know, something that they yeah. didn't know about. Yeah, see, that, that that's that's nice, especially like since I don't see any of it, but then again, I'm under a rock when it comes to social media or, or YouTube. Not, yeah, I will tell you that. 
but yeah like it's 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 refreshing to see that like okay yes we have our video game streamers and whatnot and they can enjoy themselves but you are just having you know normal time like you're not you're not trying to do something extra you get me exactly. in, the, in those I'm not, terms i'm not trying to get an audience or anything i i don't force it tell people who subscribe to my channel mm-hmm. because it's like uh, it's been uh, for example it's been 10 days since i put out my last video you see i have no pressure on myself that i have this time stamp and i have to put out this video in this much time no yeah. i can put out my video any time i want at any pace i want so i appreciate yes. that comfort zone being in my hands you know i can put out a video on any important topic and people will go on and watch it yeah so i am sorry god god so i can keep it uh, up to you uh, and that is something that i appreciate yeah yeah, yeah. so now the question i had okay feel free to not know an answer because i didn't know how to ask it either but where did you come up with the whole b for the let the audience decide what the b in your tbr is that that was a way to connect with my audience you know because mm-hmm. eventually when people start coming to my channel they would want something that relates to them all right because something that will relate to them then they'll go on and you know they'll appreciate what i'm making so yes. a b could basically be anything to be you can put it could be bad it could be brilliant or it could be anything that the viewer wants to put you know because even i know that all the videos that i put out they aren't going to be very very good or they aren't going to be trash at all all right so yeah. this is basically up to the viewer what they want to view from their perspective it, it's so genuine it's completely random and yeah it's genuine definitely yeah yeah look at this I mean I was like man just look at the top process of his man like that that's something new and great I don't think anyone has even thought about doing something like that I, I though I also had a few thoughts in my mind that it could be childish or it could be cringy but I still went ahead with it I I was like it's all right I'm it's the content that I'm making but yeah, uh, I, people I, I, yeah go on go on people uh, it's the content I'm making and honestly on social media people talk and talk so much more in yeah. all the years i've been on here people people are experts at talking you know <laughs> they're going to say so much things to you you'll get so much hate so much love equally yeah. but in the in the end people are like just if i ha- if i even make the most perfect video in the world somebody from yeah. another corner of the globe is going to say the thumbnail is not right bro what are you doing <laughs> i'm going to unsubscribe this is no, not my, that- this is not worth my t- this is not worth my time man Uh, I know, completely uh, yeah I completely uh, agree with you. Yeah you can please everyone all at once. That's well that's something I believe. In. That is yeah. that is so true because we were talking about it on the last episode and we were talking about like gaming uh YouTubers and all and how the hate the hate they get from mm. people of like someone accusing them of cheating or someone racially abusing them yeah. or you know like all that and you know like it would it would put some people down and a lot of people have actually stopped putting up content because of the hate they, they receive and man like i mean you and i have seen toxic side of twitter and you know how bad yeah. it, it can it can get yeah. and but and you know but i feel like youtube and you know even twitch side is even worse than twitter sometimes 
and people are like man i'm working so hard on this and all of a sudden i'm just getting hate and no one's liking it like maybe i'm not good enough and it is it, it, it honestly yeah. destroys people's lives you know i i i agree with you and you know like i i'm i'm glad that you know you were you're going with the mentality like you know this is even if it's childish or cringy i would want to do it cuz this is my content and i think people will appreciate that and if someone doesn't they're just dumb or yeah, i bet they didn't even see the video and they'll be like man i'm just going to comment like this you know and yeah. that happens yeah, a, lot, a lot but but i would be like man just keep doing what you're doing and just don't I listen to people that. i appreciate and that. well Well, talking about listen. gaming, this, uh, oh, let me hear something. Go on. No, no, just say listen to Zian for feedback. Listen to Zian for feedback. <laughs> only, only when he's not on Twitter. Only when he's not on Twitter. <laughs> hey, I give good, honest feedback to everyone who needs it, as long as I don't hate them. Anyways, uh, uh, speaking of gaming, this is Ramit's favorite topic right now. So, Sikander, tell me this: PS Five or the new Xbox? I've been a PS fanboy for as long as I can remember, so yes. I've yes. never really, I've I've never vouched for an Xbox. The, that's that's what I like to hear. These are all factual statements that Xbox is not good enough, guys. But <laughs> thank you. You heard it here first, people. Screw Xbox, okay? <laughs> that's true. Unless Microsoft decides to sponsor this podcast, Microsoft, please. <laughs> Then we might consider switching our parties. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we might consider it. We might just consider buying both if we ever have the money for it. <laughs> we'll still play the PlayStation. If we we will play to criticize it, Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. The great exclusives that are com- the great exclusives that are coming up. We'll definitely have some words on that if we get both the consoles. <laughs> oh my god look at us our crew forms are coming out oh well Sikander what is your all time favorite game my all time favorite game um, are you uh, asking for a specific console or it could be no, on it PC could, uh, uh, anything, uh, anything uh, which you any enjoyed game. playing yeah uh, honestly the game that had me feel a lot of things last time out it was probably the last of us okay yeah because i did not have a ps3 to play the original version so when about ps4 it was one of my first games the last was remastered it was one of the first games that i played on the playstation 4 and yeah. that game all it completely blew me away you know yeah because I skipping agree. from uh, because i had a playstation 1 i had a 2 but i couldn't buy a 3 and when i switched to playstation 4 so that was a complete different experience for me and getting it off with the last of us it was a really good ride i enjoyed it a lot and yeah. i i uh, you also sent me a picture of you playing the sequel right how's that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man wow. I, i i turned off my light no spoilers no spoilers i won't i won't give you spoilers i turned off my light and oh, playing okay. and I'm playing in you. You know how zombies are there. We all know that's part of the game, right? And all of a sudden, yeah. I was just, I was just playing, and this thing just pops up on my screen. I threw my controller out. Like holy shit, my controller was flying in one corner of the room. I'm like, oh no, don't have money to buy a new controller now. But yeah, it's okay. Only joystick is messed up, but I can manage that. But man, yeah, like I the jump scares are that bad in the game. I mean, the first thing, because I mean, I I was playing at like 2 a.m. at night, and I turned off my lights, and like I wasn't expecting that. You know, the way they put everything in the game, and a lot of other things which I can't tell you. I really want to talk about it, but I just can't. 
Uh, so it's like, man, you were you will not expect it in the start. Like I've only played like an hour of the game so far, and I'm like, holy shit, what am I playing? Like I'm so hooked. I thought you were gonna post a walkthrough. I wanted to, but then I, but then, but all of my friends like uh, started swearing. I'm like, don't, don't you dare do that. You're not gonna watch it. Like, you know, we want to buy the game. I was like, sure, man. Go fine, fine, fine. I don't wanna, I don't wanna post that. Post it just why, why, why don't you post? Why don't you post it? You shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want. I I wouldn't want to ruin Last of Us for anyone right now, because you know may, maybe maybe may, I have recorded it, but I'm not gonna. Maybe I'm not. I'll post it later once I'm done with the whole game and be like, hey guys, if you can't buy does, the game, watch uh, it. Does does it have spoilers? The game, the footage you recorded. Yeah. Uh, so then, I, I wouldn't recommend you posting it. Exactly, that's why I'm not posting it. That's why I'm not yeah. posting it. Because I, I wasn't into you. Like yeah. it's just generally there for people to like if they want to watch it, they can like. Post yeah, it and like the next me. day I'll wake up, I'll be reported, and I'll be I have no YouTube account. <laughs> oh well. So Sikandra, will you be buying a PS Five? A PS Five, uh, definitely, definitely. I will get my hands on PlayStation Five, but first I need to end. I need to play a lot of games that I missed out on on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. So there's a, a huge library that's still left. And okay. I'll probably buy the PlayStation 5 or somewhere around two or three years later when there's a stable, more better build of the console. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. It's also great to see the PlayStation community expanding in Pakistan, you know? Yeah. Like people are getting aware of gaming and how it actually contributes to the development of, of, of a person, you know? If you guys yeah. uh, have heard about Arsalan Ash. I haven't because I'm not on any platform. No, I haven't either. If, if you want to promote uh, uh, him for free, go for it. Sure. He's like, uh, on a, he, he on a, uh, recently went to, I guess, last year, he went to Japan or China, if I'm Oh, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I have heard about him. Yeah, go on, go on. The Tekken player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I yeah, have. he okay, he's like certified the world's number one Tekken player and certified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's from yes. Pakistan. Yeah. So yes, I have after, uh, after his news, after his success, uh, the new when the news broke out, it was uh, it spread like wildfire in the gaming community. You know. Yeah. He got a lot of fame, and people actually started realizing that there's more to this so sitting in front of a screen and just staring at it for hours. There's more, a lot more to that, you know. But like, who did? Only the children, or did hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> the parents <laughs> also try to so, understand? Some, some of the parents, uh, they did. Uh, when I uh, had a talk with a few of my friends uh, who were having problems, and I honestly, generally know some people who really want a console, wanted a console back then, and had problems convincing their parents. So yeah. they they actually went on with that uh, Arsalan Ash's case, and some of them, uh, two or three of them, actually got successful. You know. Oh. Yeah. They actually pleaded their case in front of their parents, and they actually got a consultant. That that that's huge, man. That's like one person can make such a huge influence on people. Like exactly. that's just crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm so happy for that, especially like. I know it's a horrible to ask, but Dian, do we have enough time to keep on talking? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have 20 more okay. minutes. Yeah. Because I would love to rant about this. I don't know if you've heard, of, probably you guys might have, is the fact that um, they want to ban PUBG in Pakistan. 
I got yeah, to go. Yes. 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 So kind of go for it. You can rant first, and then I'll, I'll go for it. Um, we'll leave out the whole social part of this and the government part of this because uh, yeah. I honestly don't know what to expect from Pakistani politics anymore. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. uh, there are so many more pressing problems that exist. Mm-hmm. Why you. would you want to go behind a goddamn video game? How does it even compare to all the problems that exist right now? You know? Yeah. Fine, it's... Okay, If we, even if we consider for a minute that it, ha- it has a negative effect on those who are exposing themselves to it. But, you know... Even if they have uh, a limited screen time to it, if they have unlimited hours of playing it, I don't think it'll hurt. And on the other hand, if you're getting addicted to something, that is definitely going to be damage, damaging to you. You know, any addiction of anything. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Like I want to take your point and move along further with it. Is that you're 100 right? Where addiction of anything too much of anything is a problem whether it be a video yeah. game whether it be like eating too much sugar or what not so to take this video game and put it as a problem for everyone as like oh no 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 this video game will cause so societal harm or whatnot that is not right that is not the solution to these problems okay first of all like you said there's more pressing issues that's number one two banning the video game does not solve the actual like main issue that might be you know mental health problems or, or other things you know I why do we have to sorry go on uh, I said I agree you, you can yes. continue yes yes so oh, and as, especially since if you ban the video game this is Pakistan there will be a loophole there will be a way around it you think people will not just continue to do it like I'm so mad I'm so mad and See, I'm, I'm not a person who plays PUBG or Fortnite or whatever, but when I hear about these things happening, especially when it happens here in Pakistan, because this is where it happens a lot, <laughs> you know, these kind of yeah. situations, it just makes me so angry. And that's why I call it a rant, because I'm bloody mad, I'm bloody pissed. And then obviously their parents who are posting it, I know if you've got it on your WhatsApp family share groups or whatnot, my extended family, one of my uncles, he shared it, and I, I got so mad. I, was, I, I wanted to really just reply to him and be like, if you think this is the reason for, you know, the unfortunate death of, you know, the young kids, you know, there are examinations that happen every year that do the same yeah. exact effect. Why not just ban examinations? Banning something won't solve the problem. As Rami said, I'd li- like to add to it, you know, because, okay, there's PUBG at one place. Mm-hmm. I recently heard COD came out with COD Mobile as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, so the thing is, if you ban PUBG, people will switch to COD. If you ban card, people will switch to something else. You know, there are always replacements. So yes. banning it won't solve the problem. You know. Yeah, man. Like, and that's what I hate is that, like, you know, Pakistan immediately, like, you know, grabs, you know, pitchforks or riots and be like, no, we've got to ban this or we've got to go against this, and you know, the entire public goes against it without, you know, thinking, hey, you know what? There's an actual solution to this that's more than just banning something outright. And, you know, with, with this game and everything, with, when we talk about, you know, okay, people getting addicted to something. See, I believe that's more of a society failure. 
you know, where we're not maybe taking care of each other or communicating mm-hmm. and trying to understand what one another's problems are or whatnot. And just putting it out the game is just such trash. One of the biggest problems to our, in our society, man, is uh, the forwarded WhatsApp messages. They have, become, <laughs> they have become a pain in the ass. I'm giving you a clapping ovation. Uh, I agree, man. I agree. Well, well, we're talking about banning exams and, you know, like other issues which are not being solved. Sikandar, tell me, how is the education system in university level right now? Because I've seen a lot of tweets, a lot of posts about universities just being careless, not giving any attention to students health and just conducting exams without like, giving short notices and like us living in the Middle East like seeing universities here they're not like that like they're more they're they, they have a easier system they're looking after the students how is that compared to Pakistan right now this uh, I'd appreciate you bringing up this topic because it is uh, I honestly like to put a lot of light on this and if uh, even two or three people, uh, even a small number of people listens to this, uh, I guess they'll have a good idea on what it's like to have higher education in Pakistan. First and foremost, um, it is disappointing to see that a country like us is focusing so less on education, be it our primary level, secondary level, or higher education. You know, the government just cannot decide they cannot make up their minds on what to do to either close the universities or to open them, open them 10 days later. Every five days, there is a new notice, a new reminder that something so else is going to happen. So true. Something else is going to happen. And two days later, they're like, no, we, we're going to take this back. We can't risk the life of our you know? So, and as long as you cannot make up your mind, you cannot make up your decisions, how do you expect the students to follow that? You know? Find there's a pandemic on the loose and people need to take uh, precautions but we can we can see how many precautions the people have taken over here in Pakistan around Eid and during those days people honestly people did not listen I'll I'll say it straight up people were careless people were reckless they did not they did not listen to whatever the government was saying and they did not take care of themselves for some people this pandemic doesn't even exist in this country you know how, yeah. how how childish is that? Again, is something that, that makes me so angry. That it, it does. It's honestly you you can put this in the bracket of ignorance, you know? Yes, yes. It is how it is. people are acting around it. So as for the education uh, uh, for university level, um, you know, uh, as I transitioned from college to university, college was uh, the college days that are grades eleven and twelve. Those are, uh, as for me, who switched from uh, O-Levels to this intermediate board, local board uh, yeah. uh, in Karachi. So that was, um, how do I put this nicely? It was depressing, you know, because uh, the curriculum we have, the syllabi that we have, it's, you know, like 20, 30 years old. We have, we've been studying the rejected theories, Theories that nobody even asks about anymore. Fine, studying the basics is fine. That's all right. But something that does not have any credibility anymore. Why would you put it in our books? Why would you educate young minds with that? People of today, they are more... uh, You might have heard the saying that not all learning comes from books, right? 
And I I would definitely agree with this hundred percent because the people of today, the students of today, they are into things that are more practical now. They're very much less into books and not just sports books. You could look about. I've really seen. Uh, uh, you could take around two out of ten people in a gathering, and only two of them would be interested in reading books or so. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that so is hard. that is something that has to be taught to children at a younger level. The importance of books. And as uh, sorry, I went off topic uh, a bit. Uh, as, a transition, as a as a transition from college to university. I've seen that university management is pretty reckless. I can't speak for all the university, all of the universities, of course. Uh, yeah. Mine specifically, the university, um, the management that they have is uh, not completely useless. But you know, when there's a tag on you that uh, you're the best medical university in the city, they can't yeah. seem to justify that. Oh my god! That that's a big problem. And they're uh, fine. On the other hand, they're dealing with uh, the corona situation as well. We're attached. Uh, the university is attached to the hospital. They're taking corona cases as well. So that I'd like to appreciate. But on the other hand, looking at academics, the academic situation can be improved much, much more. You know, when the class when our classes transition from classrooms to online teaching, yeah, around. I would say more than half of our faculty had problem just setting up our Zoom meetings, and that is that is pretty disappointing, you know. Because when yeah. you're taught by teachers who, who whose most recent degrees are PhDs, you'd expect yes. them at least to uh, you you'd expect them at least to know how to uh, work a, a normal software. Yeah, you know? this is a copy paste uh, software almost, you know. Yeah, it is. But uh, people are having people had like basic problems right at the start, and that was uh, pretty problematic for the students as for the teachers. You know, because a lot of time had already been wasted when the whole universities got closed down. You know, uh, March, yeah. uh, February twenty eight was my last day at university, and then from March first, we got our first case in Pakistan of coronavirus. So March. Onwards, it has been a complete lockdown. We've been at home, and there has been no notice from university that what's to come next. We've been told a week back that your midterms are going to start in a week, and will probably be like it'll probably be like this for the finals as well. So you know, the management needs to be better so that the students can turn out to be better. You know, mm. this this so, frustration that I hear. Sorry. Or do you have more? No, no, no. You can, you can continue. No, you can continue. Yes. So this frustration that I hear from Sikandar right now, I am I can empathize so beautifully right now. It's because I see this from my cousins as well. You know, they all live in Pakistan and everything. And again, it just angers me. And not just even right now, or because obviously right now it's I don't even know what to say right now. You know, like you said, the indecisiveness of the administration, whether it be universities, whether it be government level. Mm-hmm. It's it's mind crushing, man. Like you don't know what to prepare for. You don't know what to do. You don't know what's happening. There's nobody that knows, you know. And so it just it leaves a lot of pain. And, and 
okay, there's there's suffering, but not obviously, you know, in the terms of, you know, those people who have loved ones dying or those doctors who are giving in, you know, their lives at first. But mm. there's suffering because this is your education. This is, you know, a whole plan that you had or like, let's even go to the financial aspects. People pay so much for universities, no matter where you are. You're paying a lot, okay? Like, you might be well off or whatnot. It's still a big investment, higher mm. education. And you're in a medical institution. So, you know, that's even more so. Mm. And then to see that, you know what, a university's administration is not, like, can I say, like, even before this coronavirus, right, did your university show why it's the best in the city? Like, no, that it? is the thing. No, they didn't. They're, the management is, I don't have a better way to put it, is honestly incompetent, you know? Yeah. The yeah, way that the way that we had a mindset before coming to this place that it's the best medical university in the city and we're amped up and hyped up to go and just get that degree. Uh, uh, in fact, not just getting that degree, we are here to like spend our time to our fullest. We don't have that motivation anymore, you know. It's just like yeah. we just need to like kill our time now and just need to have that degree at all costs. That is our situation right now and. We are, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say for any, anybody else, but I am pretty disappointed with myself with, with how I came here and now how I'm doing right now. So, you know, and yeah. this whole coronavirus situation, it just added, added to insult to injury, yeah. basically. Yeah, it puts, a high, it puts a, like a spotlight on the problems that were already yeah. there, the cracks that are already there, and now everyone can see it, hopefully. You know, and again, like you said, because when a university doesn't do well, right? I get it that some students already lack motivations, okay? You know what? There are students for various reasons they lack motivation. But when a university itself lacks, like, you know, the competence or the skills to even do the basic things right or even to, like, you know, be organized properly, it transfers all the way through the entire infrastructure where it's uh, professors, students, you know? And we lose motivation. And when it comes to the fact that you're just working for that degree, you're not working for the education... Well, guess what? I'm sorry to say this, but you've created graduates that are worthless. I'm sorry, yeah. but like you're not giving them an education. You're giving them a piece of paper that says, hey, you can go do this. You can go do that. And I'm scared because, again, these are this is a medical university. You're you're, you know, educating the future doctors, the future health. Uh, yeah, this, this, this isn't what the country needs. Mm-hmm. Oh, again, I, I like we can just rant and rant, rant on this again and again because I'm, I'm so angry and there needs to be more done. And you know how how else can we make them accountable? You're doing a wonderful job here, voicing your opinions. You know because it needs to be said. You know even if one or two people outside can hear this, you know and who can maybe share with others. You know it needs to be yeah. said. It needs to be heard. And, and Rabi, the, the worst, the worst. Uh, sorry for cutting you off. The worst no, 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 part no. is that. The management isn't doing anything to improve on this, you know? Yes. The system, like the way it's working, the way it's moving forward, they're just like letting it, uh, they're just winging it, you know? They're not contemplating what to do next, how, what should we change and what uh, are the areas that we lack power in. Yeah, so they're not, uh, they're not focusing on what the problems that are here right now. They're just letting, they're just letting it go. Complacency, complete, absolute complacency, and you know what it is? It's because they're the number one. 
they're the number one in the city. So they're like, you know what? We're okay. We've got rankings. People will still come to us. You know, people will, every year, there'll be loads of people filing in their applications, Ooh. fighting hard yeah. to, get in the, to get a seat. But then look what it is. Look what it is. Oh, it is sad. It is sad. And I don't even know what a solution is to this because, you know, when people could solve it or the issue, then I don't know what we can do about it. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's problematic because, you know, as students, if we, we say, you know what, we won't go to this university anymore, then yeah. there's still other students going to it. Or maybe, you know, our own career future prospects might be, you know, dented. Because they're like, oh, you didn't go to this yeah. great university. Even though you're like, but that university is horrible. <laughs> it didn't no. teach me anything. It wouldn't teach me anything. Um, well, let's move on. This is a very serious discussion, and I'm glad we had it. And <laughs> so glad. hopefully, people do listen and they realize the importance of education in Pakistan and what the issue actually is. Awesome. And well, awesome. yeah. Well, Sikandar, I have a small little game for you, just to right. you know okay. switch up the mood of the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna, sure, sure. I'm, I'm gonna, not? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna tell you, like, let's say. I'll give you a topic, and I'm going to ask. This is over overrated, underrated game. So I'll tell you something, and you tell me, for you, what's the most overrated thing on that particular thing, and what's your most underrated, right? So let's say if I right. say uh, phone, mobile phones. So you choose which is the most overrated one, which is the most underrated for you, all right? Uh, all okay. right. Uh, overrated, uh, overrated has to be um, probably iPhones. And right. underrated, I'd have to say uh, OnePlus. Oh, that's, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I got the game right. You got the game right. That's okay. how uh, you do it. Now it's fun. Yeah. Uh, underrated bounty and overrated uh, has to be uh, Galaxy. Damn, I disagree with Ooh. that. Ouch. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right, please. I need another visit on your podcast. Please don't get visit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You know. Uh, okay, fast food chain. Fast food chain. I'm overrated KFC and underrated. I have to say, uh, any good burger joint that would do. Okay. Um, I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for good burgers. So. Oh, fair enough. Fair oh enough. wait 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 before you go to, yeah. before you go on Sikandar. Yeah. Tell recommend recommend me a burger place. I'm in Karachi. I'm not going out obviously, but eventually, hopefully, one day when the sun shines. Where can I go for a good burger? Um, you visit Karachi, right? He's yeah, in Karachi. I, mean, I am in Karachi right now. <laughs> oh, so you're in Karachi right now. Oh, nice. That I didn't know. Yeah. So, okay. so uh, what are your top three burger joints? Come on. Shoot. No, no, no. Look, I, I just he wants to. He wants to know because he doesn't know any burger joints in Karachi. Exactly. So I don't want to give recommendation. Oh, you, you haven't been to any? No. Oh, I've been been to the usual burger lab and everything, but I want to know from you, like, tell tell me even one place that I should go and check out. All right. um, Go to, um, have you been to Burger O'Clock? Oh, no. Go there and uh, do you have uh, burgers and chicken or beef? I like beef, but again, with Pakistan, I don't know. But tell me, please. (laughs) Yeah, go to Burger O'Clock and have any of their beef burgers. Because uh, personally, I do enjoy burgers and beef. And chicken, it's not that good. Thank you. I rec- thank you yes. I'd recommend Burger O'Clock to you. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much. Because I, I like beef burgers as well. More than chicken burgers. Like, beef is the actual burger. Leave, leave the recommendation, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll take you out next time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Pakistani cities. Pakistani cities. Um, <laughs> you already know this. Underrated. I, I have to say, Karachi and mm. overrated. Um, I hope none of you are Lahoris. You're not, bro. Don't worry. That's what I asked you. Don't worry. Okay. No, no. Fine. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, confession time. Uh, I cannot really answer this poll because I haven't been outside Karachi all my life. Uh, it doesn't matter. But I'm gonna cut this part out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Great. All right, so Lauren is okay. Um, most okay movies. Movies. Um, overrated has to be Titanic, and underrated has to be another DiCaprio favorite. Uh, Catch me if you can. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah very nice. See, um, your someone from Twitter. Uh, oh, oh you're, you're gonna have my head on spikes, man! By the end of this podcast, when it gets uploaded. Okay. Underrated, I'd have to say um, Hafsa. Hafsa, we follow her, right? She's a she. She's a medical student, fifth year. Uh, Kashmiri so, chai. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hate her. <laughs> what the hell? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know what we. I I'm assuming I she is my good friend. I don't know if I'm her good friend anymore. Why do you have a spat out? I mean, I don't know, man. Like she needs to reply back, and I will find out. You I'm, pissed I, people off. You, wait, you pissed I, I don't, people I don't, off. Wait, I She's the only person who I don't think I've pissed off. Okay, I'm a I'm an angel. I don't. I have stopped pissing I'm, people off. I'm not even counting anymore. You piss people off all the time. But oh, but wait, I I still can't oh. believe you said Hafsa is the most underrated person. But fair enough. All right. Oh, your your so your opinion. Yeah, okay, I was and I was supposed to be underrated category, but okay. Overrated, I guess, uh, has to be uh, any person that talk, that that talks too much. Such as. Such as <laughs> Don't give me um, diplomatic answers, bro. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Why? Uh, why are you turning him into you? Why are you turning him into you? <laughs> uh, I find that Karachi Khatmal guy a bit too overrated, you know. Yo, shout, shout, good one, good one, and yeah. ba- barely seen his tweets, but I just, I don't know, I, I, whenever I see his name, I just scroll up. But yeah, yeah. good one. I, I, th- I thought you were gonna say MUFC underscore fun, but you know. <laughs> Bro, does he exist anymore on that platform? I, I don't know, bro. I hope no one killed him. But uh, that's uh, a good praise for him. Praise are with him. We're, anyway. we're, we're gonna go to hell and for all the years that we roasted him. Gonna, <laughs> he didn't enjoy um, that. Don't worry. I, I, I have a better overrated shot for you. Recently, this guy, his name is Ali. His team recently won the league. Oh my god. Oh, and he yeah. is everywhere on my timeline right now. I love the guy, but I just hate him right now. I wish the worst on him and his I team. I swear. I love the guy. <laughs> I hate the, I hate the team. Uh all right. Last what one. No, last one. Premier League managers. Premier League managers. Oh. Um oh. uh, overrated, I have to say Pep Guardiola and good. Under it, uh, I have uh, to say uh, uh, Nuno Go- Nuno Gomez of Wolves. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. First of all, uh, yeah. What? 
Yeah, hi. I'm City fan right here since 09. Oh, so, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Here's another thing you're going to know right now. See, I'm not going to say Pep is the best of the best. Never will, I, never have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. Okay. Go on, go on, go on. But I think there's a lot of overrated people out there. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll justify <laughs> Sikandar's answer and then I will hope Sikandar adds to it. <laughs> the reason he will be the most overrated manager of our time because he has a team worth of, I don't know, 200 billion, million, whatever, has the yeah. best players in the team, yes. and you couldn't yes. stop Liverpool winning the league. Even yeah. Arsene Wenger stopped them. So I am sorry. And this, is, and yeah. this season it is the earliest the Premier League has been ever decided. You know, seven yeah. games earlier. Liverpool have gone and won the title. Nobody has ever done that. Even Ferguson's 2018 couldn't do that. And Pep Guardiola added <sighs> by not stopping them. Yeah, yeah. see, see. The, the stats are right. The stats are right. I'm not arguing you with you there because they're facts. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think Rami's cut off and we can't hear his bullshit anymore. Uh, uh, what, 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 I would what, like what? to say this was a great podcast. Oh, Definitely. wow. I, honestly, right. honestly I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was really, really good. We will definitely love to have you again. Well, last question, Sikander, for you. What is next for Sikander? And when are you po- um, uploading your next video? Uh, my hey, next video... I, I'm done uh, shooting my and editing my video. So hopefully, maybe tomorrow or uh, in a few days. But one thing to know, I definitely shout out you guys, you know, my first podcast uh, host. So, yes. Yeah. You, guys great, made, you guys have made it. Thank yes. you, man. We, we needed that. We needed it from the big gun. Definitely. Now, there's uh, there's going to be like bigger and better stuff for you guys. I can Shall already like, say it right now. Likewise, oh, same man. for you. Somebody famous. Somebody famous is calling us out finally. <sighs> <laughs> first, yeah, and first guest of our podcast, Ramiz. Would you like to add anything? I hope you all have a good day, <laughs> and we will hopefully see you all next week at the Internet Know It All. Thank you, Sekunder, one more time. It was great having Thank you. you. So much. Thank you so Thank much, you. John. And, and good luck. And good luck for your future.